Hi, I'm Paul. And I'm Beck. And this is DVD Clutter. Yes, another week, another DVD to declutter. Whoa, (laughs) it all starts to make sense. Actually, I do feel awkward telling people the name of the podcast. Oh, yeah. I Because I, I feel like I have to be like, oh, it's a pun. Like, I feel like I have to explain it. Yeah. I, I love it. I wonder if I, well, when we created it, we should have dropped the E. Just DVD, like DVD clutter. DVD clutter. Yeah. And then it would be like, up to you to make the connection. Yeah. Yeah. That would be trusting our audience. Yeah. We don't do that. No, not at all. <laughs> you untrustworthy lot. Much like the makers of our next film. Yes. The film this week... Oh, actually, we haven't described what we do on this podcast. Oh, I think people know. People know. I hope you know. If, if you, you don't. don't, listen to an old episode. <laughs> we talk about it. Basically, we get a DVD from our collection. We talk about it. We keep it. We send it to the op shop. Or we blast it into space. Into I guess. space. Or out of a massive cannon. Cannon. Yeah. Ah, that's great. Because this week we are talking about Muppets from Space. Um, the 1999 film. From yeah. the Muppets. From the Muppets, yeah. Before they were owned by Disney. Ah. Hence why this film is not on Disney+. Plus. Ah. Mm. It's also nowhere else. No. Oh, well, I found it on Google Play. Yeah. But that's the only place I could find it. Yeah, it sort of is fallen through the cracks. Of... Although, actually, I think it might be on YouTube for free, which I should have looked before I paid for it. <laughs> oh, anyone really wanting to look for it again? <laughs> but why, Paul? I guess we'll find out. So, normally on this podcast, we... First of all, talk about how the DVD came to our lives. This, of course, is Beck. No, it's not DVD. It's my DVD. Um, Muppets from Space. I've got a series of memories with it. I remember it being on the Disney Channel growing up. Right. And I remember it being advertised a lot and falling for the advertising. Wait, so 1999? Mm. Right. So, so you, you can remember that time. I can remember that time. It might not have been because it was on the Disney Channel. So I can't it didn't, never it. got released like in the cinema. I, I don't know if it did Surely or not. not. I just remember it getting hyped up on Disney Channel. And right. it might have been... So, I'm thinking that would have been grade four, grade five. 1999 was grade six for me. So. Oh, yeah. But, like, 1999 was grade two for me. <laughs> but I think, like, by the time it made... Because the Disney like Disney Channel in Australia was quite new. And they'd often, like, hype up a movie. Not because it's, like, new. Just because they're about to play it on the channel. It, yeah. Right. But I, I remember getting hyped up for it so much so that... Um, we set it to record. record. Can you do that? That's it was on technology. V- it was on that... VHS. Uh, still. Um, oh, and true. I remember watching it, and I didn't remember a lot of it, apart from this started off with the brick house. Yeah. No, that's right. And then everyone, all the cast, yeah. join in singing as you see, yeah. like the and goings on, the morning goings on. I remember I was particularly excited because they had the Muppet Clifford. Clifford, who's that? In it. He was a purple Muppet, um, and he used to host... Muppets Tonight, which was a Muppet show that I watched a lot while I lived in England in year two. Huh. Um, you lived in England in year two? Yeah. What? How did I not know that? Did you go to school? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So did you speak English now? Yeah. That's why my spelling's so good. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but I was just excited to see, I was like, oh, this is like new Muppets because oh. all the other Muppet movies I'd sort of seen were like before Clifford. So Clifford, is he the rock star one? Uh, no. Let me find a picture for you. Oh, yes, please. I'm going to need lots of picture pictorial references for this movie. Okay. 
Actually. Yeah, yeah, the Rockstar yeah. guy. Cool. Yeah. So it actually was released in theaters um, and then released to home video. And it did okay, I guess, for that time period. How much did it make? It made $7 million in, during its first opening five days. And then at the end... Oh, no, actually, sorry, I take it back. It took $24 million to make and it only made $22 million. That's a lot of money to make. make. God. Well, there's a lot of special effects in there. Did not make it back. There's a talking sandwich. <laughs> that is so true. That was my favorite part. Um, so anyway, that's how it sort of came into my life and it was very much... Of that moment. So when did you buy the DVD, though? Well... At the same time? Did I ever buy the DVD? Did you? Did no, someone, I did not. Oh, someone gave it to you. No, no one gave it to what? me. What? You stole it? You're involved in this story. You might me? not have noticed. You might not know, but I used to live with Beck. Uh, what? In our rap. <laughs> and with a group of teachers, we'd have Christmas together and do a Chris Kringle. Oh. And this was part of someone's Chris Kringle gift. I reckon Matt, surely. Yeah, I think to Jesse. Oh, shout okay. out to Shout out to... Our Friends old of the buds. podcast, <laughs> yeah. um, and she left it at our house. I, I can't imagine why. And never picked it up, and because everything DVD could have assumed to go to me, it, it somehow made its way into your yeah. collection. Yeah, right. And then when I sort of saw it sitting there, I'm like, oh, you know, it's I have not a totally memory. Exactly, it's not totally out of the blue that you might have a copy of that. I'm a big fan of the Muppets. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not too weird. But had never played the DVD. This is, I think, the first time it had been played. How was it? Watching it. Scratches? No, no. It was fresh, new. Oh, wow. Great. So it wasn't from the upshot? No, I don't think so. Whoa. Oh, could have been. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but, no, very, very exciting watching on DVD. Mm. Had some special features. Oh, I'm looking forward um, to hearing about those. Nothing too great. Yeah. I did watch this after the Oscars party. So you were... Very excited <laughs> about life. Um, oh wait, like, like after everyone like, had left. Yeah, after everyone had left. That literal evening. Yeah. So I think we've mentioned it before, but Paul has a annual Oscars, Oscars party shindig. where we um, celebrate. We. The <laughs> I was going to say where we come up with puns, <laughs> where you come up with. And my wife Elizabeth. Yes, <laughs> yeah. come up with names for food based on the movies that have been nominated for Best Picture. Mm. What was one of your favourites from this year? This year, uh, let me think. Um, nine green, seven bean. <laughs> For 1917. For 1917. Oh, no. Quince Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Which time... was a baked Collywood. Collywood. <laughs> baked cauliflower. Yeah. With quince and thyme. Mm, yum. Mm. Oh, it had thyme yeah. in it. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Your mum came up with a really good one on the Instagram, actually, for um, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. She said, lamb shank. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Something. I can't remember the rest, but it was yeah. great. I loved it. So, yeah. right. So, you watched it in an odd time. Yeah. Do you um, remember it all? Because when I left, to be honest, when I left, you were not entirely making sense. Mm, yes. <laughs> I was in a very jolly mood after the Oscars. Right. Some would say too jolly. Yes. And <laughs> Myself included. <laughs> I yeah, sat down and watched this with my brother and my wife. Mm-hmm. And we did start a puzzle while we were doing it. Yes, I think it's one you can multitask with. Yeah. And occasionally I did have to pause the DVD and just make sure we're all on the right track with the puzzle. Because, you know... You wanted to control the puzzle making. We needed to check in as a You need to communicate. Okay, I think the section I've been working on... Because, you know, doing the edges first. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I think my edge section will actually meet your your leg section. Yeah, communication. That must be one of the long ones. Teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a couple of pause breaks in in it. But I think, yeah, that describes... Yeah, good. Time for you to uh, give us a plot breakdown, Ben. All right. Well, this was all new to me because I've never watched a Muppets movie before ever in my life. 
Aww. I don't even know any of the Muppets except for like Kermit and Miss Piggy. Yeah. And like, are the Muppets the Sesame Street monsters? Because I'm pretty familiar with them. Yeah. So Muppets and yeah, Jim Henson. Sesame I know Street. it's the same dude, yeah. but I didn't know whether the Muppets was like a contained group of monsters or puppets. It's like, when the imagine, ones... the, imagine the Venn diagram. Okay. Know? Okay. And yeah. Okay. Some of the crossover. Yeah. yeah. Kermit. Yeah. For example. Like a frog, he jumps. Yeah. Between that's them. It. <laughs> um, but no. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So there was a lot of new faces for me to get my head around. Mm. So I probably am gonna struggle with some names, and I need you to help me out sure. with that. I'll do my best. I will do some vague describing, and you can try and help. Yeah. All right, so essentially we open on a vast terrain yeah, and it's like the middle of nowhere, it looks like the middle of nowhere, and we see this little Muppet running around. He's like blue, I think. I think yeah, blue. Dark, dark blue. Yeah, he's like dark blue and he's got this long nose that kind of twirls around I think uh, up under itself. A lot of people would know what Gonzo looks like. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, well. Maybe not. Okay, hopefully if you know, I'm talking about Gonzo. Yeah. But if you don't know, like me, who'd never fucking heard of Gonzo before... Anyway, it's just this little Muppet, blue Muppet, with this long nose thing that, like, twirls around. And um, he's, like, running around because it's, it's starting to storm and he's running and he's, like, kind of alone by himself. And then he sees in the distance this massive ship just sitting on mm. the dry land. Turns out it's Noah's Ark. And then he, like, runs up. He sees all the animals kind of going in pair by pair. And he runs up and he's like, um, oh, Mr. Noah, I have to go in. I have to come in too. I want to come in too. Help, help, whatever. And Noah is like... What even are you? Mm. He's quite mean. Mm. And essentially he's... And then he says, well, are there more than one of you? And Gonzo's like, no, there's just me. And he says, Noah replies, well, you can't come in. And he slams the door in Gonzo's face. Then he opens the door again, hands a little umbrella and says, good luck. (laughs) Slams the door again. So I was a bit shocked actually at this representation of Noah's Ark and the Christian story yeah. of Noah's Ark. I was like, oh, I wonder how Christians felt about that. I think like everyone else, they just ignored it. Well, <laughs> I thought it was real. Mm. Like oh, I'm yeah. not as in real as in, <laughs> not as in real, but I thought it was a true part of the story, oh, yeah. but it turns out that yeah, actually I, that was a nightmare that yeah. Gonzo was having. I thought they would have just ignored the film because no one watched the film. Oh, okay. no one did, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Anyway, so it turns out that that was a nightmare. So then we arrive into, we kind of cut to Gonzo's bedroom where he wakes up with a start and throws his roommate because his roommate's on the bunk above him and he throws his roommate, Rizzo the rat, outside to the window and they have a big conversation about having this nightmare, whatever. This essentially tips Gonzo into a existential crisis Mm -hmm. in which he is saying, why is there only one of me? Everyone else has some kind of belongs to a species you know there's Kermit the Frog there's Little Miss Piggy there's lots of other random things which according to this story belong to a species but they're not recognizable to me like animal yeah you know like what what species of animal is animal yeah and also why are human women attracted to him (laughs) and also I thought they were all children but it turns out they're adults they're adults that's so weird I really I thought they were like no the Muppets are adults yeah, like, I guess so, but they're also plush toys. Yeah. So yeah. They, they shouldn't be making out with a grown woman. You haven't watched any Muppets before. I've never watched any Muppets before. I can understand this would be so jarring for someone who hasn't watched... It's so jarring. This yeah, a great... Yeah. All right. It's so weird. So, from my perspective... We've got seasons of The Muppet Show to come, oh, so you'll be all Okay, right. I'll be... I'll get the background. Yeah. So, so then they, then we have this like big song and dance about, and we kind of get introduced to all the different characters that live in this share house where all the Muppets live together. Mm. It's set in the 70s. 
Mm. So it's like there's lots of funky music Bridge. and like house, <laughs> and there's lots of um. Wait, do we have to pay royalties on that? Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of kaleidoscope kind of features mm. and lots of bandanas and seventies hippie vibes going on. Um, oh, are all the Muppet things like that? No, no. Okay, so they've decided to set this one in the seventies yeah. for some reason, and all these Muppets live in this house, and there's two men, old men, who are in the house as yeah. well. Who I was like, okay, maybe they're the gay dads and all these Muppets are the kids. <laughs> no, they're the two old guys. I forget what their names are. But they used to sit up in the box at the Muppet show and just bag out the show. Oh, okay. Because they were just like sitting. Yeah. They were just sitting on the couch. Or what was going yeah, on. they were. They were making yeah. really lame jokes to each other, yeah. which was actually pretty funny. That was their stick. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Gonzo's in this existential crisis and he's eating his breakfast cereal that day. Mm. And then suddenly his breakfast cereal, which is those ones that make... Um, it's, al- it's alphabet. It's the alphabet as a zero. Yeah, so the, yeah. they're letters. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you interrupting me? I was doing such a good job of explaining that. <laughs> they make a sign that the letters form into words and it says, are you there? And Gonzo's like, whoa, what the fuck? And yeah. he's like, Rizzo, Rizzo? Yeah. All I can think was Rizzo from Greece as well. I was like, <laughs> interesting. Rizzo, yeah. Rizzo. Um, there's my letters are formed like my breakfast cereal is talking to me and Rizzo's like what the hell are you talking about and he comes over and there's nothing there so it's Mm -hmm. like he imagined it yeah so essentially he's all of his friends think that he is crazy they think that he's delusional slightly take advantage of that by convincing him to build a spa Mm. which is uh, very unethical yeah but that's fine and then at one stage he goes up. I can't remember how this happens. He goes up onto the roof and he's like just looking out. And yeah, because it says he gets a second message in the serial that says "Look to the sky." Look to the sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or something like that. That's yeah. right. And then he goes up onto the roof and he's just like looking to the sky, pondering existence. And then he gets sucked up into the atmosphere, through the atmosphere into space. Yeah. And he meets some fish yeah. who are called the universal Universe fish. fish or something. Or something yep. They tell him that his brothers are looking for him, his mm. family's looking for him, that he's an alien, that yep. they're trying to come and they're trying to find him. And he's like, what? And then he gets sent back down to earth and he's like, oh my God, I'm an alien. This all starting to make sense. Oh, and then he like, he is about a TV show where they're like trying to find aliens. Mm. So he goes to that TV show and he's like, I'm an alien, I'm an alien. They're coming to yep. get me, blah, blah, blah. They think he's crazy, but he starts to gain some a following. Yeah. Um, Miss Piggy's working, doing work experience on this tv show by yes the way. and nice. then she, by claiming an acquaintance with gonzo who is an alien yeah she then gets works her way up, the works her way up the chain and becomes yeah. the presenter yeah and kicks off annie mcdowell yeah who from what i could see of the picture like the poster of the muppets or the picture that i looked at of the muppets i thought she was going to have a much bigger part yeah. to play yeah she's in there for like a hot two seconds that's it she yeah. has like one tv report and then at the end fights Miss exactly yeah, yeah. Anyway, so all the while this is going on, we kind of are cutting back to a institute where they are trying to find alien activity, trying to prove that it exists and trying to prepare Earth for it in like they are trying to make sure Earth is armed and ready yeah. to fight. So trying to defend Earth because I think that yeah. the aliens are going to be hostile. Covent. Covent. Co- and what is covenant. this? A covenant. Yeah. Yeah. So they hear about, obviously they hear about Gonzo from the news and they you take, they come over and they invite him over. They're like, oh, we, we've been in contact with your family. We're going to um, help you get in touch with them. So he goes to them because he's pretty trusting because he's a child. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> he's a Muppet. He's so a he Muppet. He's a child. 
Yeah. And so he goes with them. Um, and then Rizzo also goes with them because Rizzo's like, what? Free food or something. I don't know. They say something like that to tempt him. And he goes too. Turns out they're not going to help him. They try and torture him. They try and get the information out of him as to where his family is coming. But he doesn't yeah. actually know where his family is coming to pick him up. Yeah. Um, and we mentioned that the head of Covnet is Jeffrey Tambor too. Oh, so the dad from Arrested Development. Oh, uh, um, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That has meaning for some people. <laughs> Great. Um, Rizzo um, also gets put in the lab, lab rats. Area, yeah. Rat area so they're like, oh, you're a rat. So the head of the lab is David Arquette. That guy, yeah, <laughs> David Arquette. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrities popping up. Everywhere. I know everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And he was evil. Mm. Uh, the, I know most know him from Scream, where he's mm. like that nice Dewey. Yeah, yeah. Dewey. <laughs> anyway. So what happens next? Da, 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 da. So essentially then the, his Gonzo's friends realize that he's been captured. So they go and try and free him. There's like kind of a couple of different fights. They have lots of different ways of trying to get out of certain situations. Um, but eventually they get free. And when Gonzo was in there, he was, when he was in the prison before he was going to have some, they were going to use this brain sucker on him. And so he was in the prison before that happened and he got a sandwich for dinner and his sandwich started speaking to him, as you mentioned earlier, um, the special effects, amazing. And (laughs) and through, and through his sandwich, he communicated with his family and they were like, we're coming for you. Shall we come to where you live? And he said, oh no, I'm, um, they already know where I live. So don't come there because they're hostile. Mm. So they, he says, they say, ask, where can we go? And he tells them to go to this dune beach or something. Yeah. A beach. Great. But unfortunately, the bear, who yeah. is... Bobo the bear. Bobo the bear, okay, yeah. who works for Covnet, overhears that. And he's like, oh, no, I didn't overhear that. Oh, no. Yeah. But he keeps it to himself, but we know that it's probably going to come into play later. So the Muppets escape from Covnet and they head to the beach. Although they actually... on on their way back in their commie van, which is like all decked out and like real trippy and, yep. you know. Oh, it's Cape Doom is where they go. Cape so Doom. Yeah. <laughs> His friends are still saying, thinking like, oh, you're a bit crazy. Mm. So what's wrong? I can't believe you still believe you're an alien, da, 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 da. But then Kermit being the wise leader that he is, he's like the older brother um, of all these kids. He <sighs> says, no, guys, if Gonzo believes that, well, I'm going to be with Gonzo and I believe Gonzo too. And everyone's like, yeah, Gonzo, yeah. And then they they drive to Cape Doom and when they get there, everyone else is there as well, all these supporters of Gonzo because Miss Piggy has been on the phone to her cameraman and said, it's, they're not coming to the house, they're coming to Cape Doom, don't tell anyone. And then, of course, he tells everyone. So everyone goes there. There's all these supporters. Everyone's like, Gonzo, Gonzo, Gonzo. And they've got signs. They're like, take me to your leader. You know, there's lots of... Um, pop culture references throughout to other sci-fi movies throughout time. And then, you know, two o'clock comes, Miss Piggy's doing some amazing editorializing. The mood is tense. My hair is beautiful. (laughs) Um, And then everyone starts to pack up and leave because Gonzo eventually cracks and he's like, they're not coming. It's a waste Mm. of time. Everyone's like, oh, I believed in you, man. You led me astray, man. Boo. I'm going to burn this sign. And just as they're leaving, this little girl turns around and she points to the sky. Look! And there is the spaceship. Celebrate <laughs> good times. Come, Come on! on. Do, 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 do. Standard music sequence. So, yeah. So they arrive and they're so excited that the only thing they can do is do this performance. So yeah. they do this like crazy performance of Celebrate Good Times. Is that what the, what the song's called? Yeah. I don't know. We all know it. Yeah. So, so then they're essentially they're reunited. 
kind of great. wraps up kind of quick. It wraps up pretty quickly. Although actually, it actually took a little bit long because that egg, that small egg thing arrived first and they were like, ooh, what's this? And yeah. I was like, come on. And then they were looking at that for ages and then finally the big ship came. But that bit took too long. It was like a, a letdown because they weren't coming. Then they kind of came, but it was a letdown because it was just this small little egg thing. Yeah. And then the big ship arrived. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then they were like, great, Gonzo, come back with us. Gonzo was like, yeah, I'll come back with you. I'll go home. There was all this emphasis on the word home. Mm. And then just as they're like, you know, really having really happy times, old mate, the dad from Arrested Development turns up with a big gun and he's like, you're not going anywhere. And he's going to shoot them. But then he, the thing, the gun jams and yeah. it's like, load gun, load gun, load gun. Like there's like this voice saying load gun. He's like, what's happening? And he's like fumbling and then he drops it and he hates being laughed at. And everyone starts laughing at him and he's like, oh no, I can't do it laughing at me, whatever. But they're laughing with him, it turns out. So the aliens kind of come over to him and I'm like, they're like, you have such comic genius. Yeah, yeah. You've got such good t- comic timing. We, we want really to invite you. That. Yeah, we really respect that. We want to invite you to be the ambassador from Earth to our planet, da da da. And he's like, what? So it's like, you know, every bully just needs acceptance. That's it. Yeah. Um, and they invite him to come with them to space, to their home. And he says yes, which mm-hmm. is a great outcome for everyone. Um, then it turns out, side step, that the bear, Bobo, yeah. actually disarmed the yeah. gun. So turns out he was a good guy all yeah. along. Which we all knew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then that, the dad from Arrested Development was also um, threatening him with the circus, which was very mm. cruel. Oh, yeah. Really mean. And then... <laughs> And then they... <laughs> and then basically Gonzo says, nah, my home's here. Yeah, he has a moment of recognition of yeah. being grateful for everything that he has. Yeah. And off he trots. And that's Back it. to his friends, gives Rizzo a big cuddle, mm. says goodbye to my family that I don't know, but we're genetically linked. And yeah. his family says goodbye, Rizzo. No, not Rizzo. Gonzo. Gonzo. And that's the end. Yeah, and then they're on the roof looking at the stars and, Gun- and Gonzo's like... Why did they tell me to make that jacuzzi? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Pepe said he's having a chuckle. Is Pepe the shrimp? The shrimp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He has some of my favorite lines, which yeah. we'll go through later. Um, um, that's it. That's, that's Muppets it. from Space. And I think I keep calling them Muppets in Space. I do apologize to the makers of the film, everyone involved. I'm sure they are super angry and yeah. definitely listening to this podcast. <laughs> so now is the traditional time for me to talk about my rose-tinted review of the film. Look, this is a kid's film. Is it? Yeah. It is, and I feel like this is going to come up a few times when we when we get to kids' films. That we're, at the time, when I was in grade four, grade five, like, clearly the target audience and, yeah. you know, Disney Channel could advertise to me that this is the film to see. Yeah. No longer the film I need to see. No. Yeah. And, yeah, it behaves like a kid's film. It's 85 minutes long. Which I love. Which we're all for. We're all for that. Um, it's good to see a few celebrity cameos in there. We oh, yeah. About Katie Holmes and yeah. um, Joshua the Jackson are there yeah. for like two seconds as, as well. As Dawson Creek characters. And they're like, where's Dawson? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's there. Um, Rob Schneider was um, the producer on the TV network. So, yeah, I had a good chuckle at that. Yeah. They're, like, I mean, aren't all the Muppets movies like that? That's it. Yeah. Everyone wants to be involved in the Muppets. And it comes from the Muppet show used to have a celebrity host every week. Right. And, like yeah. Sesame Street. Yeah, 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 and that's really it, I guess. Like, <laughs> okay. Muppets have always had that absurdist sort of humour. Yeah, which you know, the sandwich talking is, I think, the perfect example in this. I laughed out loud. Yeah, like, yeah, talking sandwich. Yeah, and but they just pull it off so well. So look, I did enjoy it. 
but I understand. You also did a puzzle at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that I'm not the audience. Yes, totally. Yeah. Of course. What did you think? Yeah, like, I definitely was pretty confused at the start because I have no context for the Muppets besides mm. Sesame Street. And I thought that it was weird that they were all living together. I don't know. I just don't understand their dynamics. I don't understand who's who. Is Kermit the landlord? Yeah, I think he seems to be the landlord. Because he was, like, painting. House. He was in He was in yeah. charge of the painting and yeah. whatever. Kermit's often in charge of whatever's going on. Right. So he's definitely the older brother. Sure. Yeah. I was shocked at that first bit. I wrote, what did the church think of this representation of Noah? <laughs> but then I guess I guess it doesn't matter if it's a... It's a dream, yeah. I just um, I just have vivid memories of talking about the church's response to the life of Brian, the Monty Python oh. movie, which of course is much more... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> targeted. <laughs> targeted and like, what would you call it? Offensive in quotation marks or it tries to take the piss. So it's a satirical yeah. take on the story of Jesus. Yeah. And so I know that some certain people in different churches can be very responsive to any representations that are negative. And that was quite a negative representation of Noah. Mm. I was like, damn, he is mean. Of course, I was going to bring this up. Miss Piggy. Mm. I have so many, so many problems. Not with her. I'm glad there's a woman there. Mm. Where the fuck are the other women? Mm. All the Muppets are men. Besides Miss Piggy. Even Bobo the Bear, he's, he's a fucking secretary. I thought everyone knows that women are secretaries. Mm. Yep. I think the chickens are women. Oh, cool. They yeah. feature heavily in this film. She's yeah. literally the only woman in the whole thing. I mean, in all of the Muppets that I saw in this yeah. film. Yeah. Um, and I think they introduced other female Muppets later on. Yep. But in the 90s, in 1999, which is the year that... She's the only... 10 Things I Hate About You came out. They still hadn't introduced any other Muppets. So that was like pretty shit. And also the fact that she has cleavage. What the hell? This is a children's show. Why does she need cleavage? Look, I mean, a cleavage is fine. I, I don't Not think anyone's here to justify. It, she has, she's being sexualized. She's a fucking pig. Yeah. Maybe I should take that bit out. <laughs> I just think it's a, it's a children's show. There are so many, and I'll talk about a few other, but there are lots and lots of... There's a lot of sexualization that goes on in the show. In this movie. Yeah, in the movie. Yeah. Including, like, her being sexualized like that. Yeah, and I think that talks to children's films of that the era, time yeah and it, it, it is not i'm not here to say it's toy story's fault but toy story managed to find a line that had been lost for a while in that you could get a kids film that worked on an adult level too and yeah. sort of had adult jokes yeah and i really felt like there was a good half decade to a decade of children's films that did that without any subtlety yeah and <laughs> it really made them kind of gross to go back yes. to because yeah. the adult jokes are there but they're gross jokes yeah and like exactly toy story it's not like... It's not that. No. <laughs> and it's hard to describe exactly. Because you can have jokes that adults get that aren't disgusting. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Exactly. You can and have adult jokes that yeah. aren't sex jokes or no. perverted jokes. They could be sort of your Dilbert humour. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Here's the garbage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the cartoon in the paper that's just jokes about working. Okay, you know? yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, and I think that suffered from this. And I don't know, like this was... Even the Muppet creators and the people sort of involved with this were sort of a bit like, well, this this wasn't great, was it? This isn't... Yeah, well, and there's... Yeah, I've the, got worse, really. Yeah. Okay, okay. The, when the Dawson's Creek characters came, so Katie Holmes, Holmes was there and... Yeah. The guy that I always used to think was Dawson, but wasn't. And Joshua Jackson was yeah. there. I used to have a massive crush on Joshua Jackson. 
I thought he was such a babe. Um, number one babe. Number one babe. And a Muppet go, gets real creepy on her and like mm. tries to like touch her up essentially and she walks away. There is sexual harassment in this film. Yeah, I don't think I was paying full attention to that at the stage. I was more just like, whoa, they're playing their doors and I didn't like, wasn't really looking at what was going on screen. But yeah. I fully believe that. And it, but it's just like, oh, yeah, what's, what stage do people start to realize, oh, actually, like on the screen, they make her annoyed and that kind of, they feel like that makes it okay. Oh, she's annoyed. So that's saying that this isn't good behavior, but you're still showing a likable character in this Muppet coming on to someone who doesn't want to be hit on. Which Muppet was it? I can't remember. Okay. Sorry. It might've been your, that purple one. Clifford. Maybe. Aww. Sorry. <laughs> I just feel like you, you're you still... Yeah, you're putting a likable character doing it mm. something nasty. She's have got no screen time. Like, we have no relationship with Katie Holmes at that point besides Dawson's Creek. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was... It's gross. Yeah. And I'm glad it's changed. It needs to change more. Well, that's just it. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. give all the credit to the change yet. But no, we're, we're, but it's... Hopefully we're getting better. Yeah, exactly. Slowly. A um, couple other things to say uh, when they yeah when they took advantage of his uh, delusions in quotation marks to make <laughs> him build the jacuzzi, the jacuzzi yeah. <laughs> was obviously like great way to treat mental health yeah but you know okay I'll let that one slide I liked that Miss Peggy could fight she was mm. really aggressive that's like her, that's her thing oh yeah. she's a yeah. like kung fu yeah pig yeah oh. and he's like in charge right okay yeah. Yeah, because she kind of is shown to be like the nagging wife mm. to Kermit. Yeah. 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 But I like that she could fight. That was quite funny. What else? Oh, the, the, yeah. You'll probably, maybe you'll pick up more of these, but the mashed potato was a reference to... Close Encounters. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's lots of them. Yeah, I like the mashed potato oh, one. Should have made a list. Oh. Yeah, but there was lots of references to other, like I said before, lots of other space movies sci-fi mm. whatever you want to call them i like that oh and then the shrimp <laughs> the shrimp had all the funny bits what's the shrimp's name um pepe pepe yeah is he meant to be french yeah sure oh okay <laughs> <laughs> he's meant to be foreign yeah <laughs> great <laughs> great like fairs in the 70s show mm. no actual accent and it's all put on and no, he's gotta no be one french. knows he's got to be french okay yeah. so pepe the shrimp isn't pepe that really racist frog <laughs> oh cool Pepe the shrimp at one point when they all turn invisible when they suddenly become uninvisible is just dancing yeah. <laughs> really beautifully in a tutu and like they're a bit the characters are a bit shocked but they actually take it pretty well yeah. they're like quite accepting of him just dancing in this tutu yeah. which I loved I loved that and then he was like oh, I guess I better go change so he went and changed whatever but and they weren't like what yeah. the fuck and I think that's when the Muppets works the best when it sort of has that really absurd moment, yes. moment and it, everyone moves is, on and the reaction is just oh yeah cool yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean that's I guess the, the problem with that is that it doesn't have that doesn't have that act doesn't have to be absurd no yeah. and when I watched the trailer they actually again like our last movie for Picnic at Hanging Rock or the movie before our last movie Picnic at Hanging Rock they again told the, pretty much the whole story mm. in the trailer but one of the things that the voiceover was said was like you'll see funny things you'll see shocking things and then it showed him in the dress so they were playing it as that like that was like something shocking to see a male identifying yeah. person or creature in a dress very much but the actual footage itself the actual yeah. thing that was shot wasn't that bad yeah. yeah man in a tutu has been 
hilarious for generations. For long, long time. Yeah. I thought it was quite beautiful. Mm, His dancing was lovely. And then he also has one of my favorite lines when he, they create, they have this magic door um, creating gel that they can throw at yeah. a wall and it turns into a door. A door appears to get through the wall. And they do that and they're, they're really disappointed because there's this tiny little door and they're like, well, we can't even get through that. And then Pepe is like, it's good enough for me. And he <laughs> runs through and then everyone's like, what? He's just left us. But then he comes around the other way through another thing and opens up the big door, yeah. unlocks the big door so they can all leave. And then he's, someone says, that's one clever shrimp. And then he's, he goes, I am not a shrimp. I am a king prawn. <laughs> And I really like that. I'm not a shrimp. I'm a king prawn. I feel like I might just adopt that for my mm, life. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Funky music. Oh, and the other thing I said was it had such a predictable end. Mm. I wanted him to go. Wouldn't you yeah. go? What would you do? Um, well, the ending wasn't the original ending. Oh. Um, the original ending was that he wasn't going to be an alien. Oh. And... What? The, he um, wasn't going to be delusional. No, the, the, the aliens had picked up old episodes of The Muppet Show and was such a fan that they'd all changed himself to look like him. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. How Did they shoot that? No. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, look, this was a Muppet movie that I think came on the idea of who is Gonzo? Gonzo needs a movie. Does Gonzo need a movie? Do they well, all have he, movies? Look, there's lots of Muppet movies and lots of them focus on different characters. Right. And this one was sort of supposed to be Gonzo's story, but then was just sort of... Forgotten. Yeah. Well, handled, handled poorly, I think. Yeah. It was just sort of like shoved out as like, oh, we need this. Great. Let's just do this. And therefore, it was the most predictable story. Yeah. yeah. Um, not a lot of love into it. Frank Oz was pretty disappointed with it. Uh, um, how much do you think he had actually to do with it? He did the voices of Piggy and, and Sam the Eagle and Fozzie, right. but he wasn't there on set. Right. He just recorded over them. Right. Um, unlike the rest of them that were there. So I don't think he had a lot to do with it. This seemed like a rushed production. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird because I, I, the other Muppet movie from my childhood I did come back to was Muppet Treasure Island. Mm. And I was really disappointed in that because that was really, really boring. When did you watch that? Uh, sometime in college. Oh. It was just on like the massive share drive. Uh, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, cool. Like, this is very boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm now Best left in that realm of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was sort of happier with this one that it wasn't at least the, the pacing. I thought was at least it was. Uh, you were you were doing better. a puzzle at the same yeah, time. It is true. Yeah, but I was. I was. I had to watch it. I watched it over two days. Yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, it's not. It wasn't the most gripping thing in the world. Yeah, I think it was it's not for us though. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. You don't um, have that on DVD, do you? No. Uh, what else do I want to say about it? Um, oh, Tim Hill. This was sort of like his first big project. He went on to do to help form SpongeBob and write a lot of SpongeBob. Oh, cool. And I think it's directed the most recent SpongeBob movie. Cool. So this was him sort of finding his feet within, I guess, children's entertainment yeah. and children's entertainment. So that's kind of cool. Can I ask a question? Yeah. How, like, so the Muppets TV show, which was mm. called The Muppet, the Muppet show, show. The original one. That was, was how show. they got started. Yeah. And that was like a children's entertainment slash education show. No education. No. It was like a, it was a variety show. It was a variety show. Yeah. What's that? So, I mean, I know what a variety show yeah. is, but can you explain how it was a variety show? With so it was like a sketch show with Muppets. Yeah, but it was also like behind the scenes of it. So it was run at this theater, and Kermit was in charge of oh, running this whoa, variety show. This is so new to me. Yeah. And every week there'd be the celebrity guest and they'd be trying to run this show. And things would go wrong. And things would go wrong. And Miss Piggy would lock herself in a dressing room and being like... See, again, very stereotypical. 
not all women are vain and no whatever not. but we know that yeah. we know that yeah yeah um Miss Piggy is, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just unfortunate that she represents the whole female population by yeah. being the only female character. Yeah. If they had some diversity of representation, that would be great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Muppet Show's been going... Yeah, it was how it all started then. So when did it start? Um, it 70s? started... 80s? 90s? I would say... 70s. I don't know if it's 70s or even, like, 60s. When did Sesame Street start? Uh, about... No, yeah, no. Sesame Street was... Thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I'm also looking at something. <laughs> I'll look it up too. So Sesame Street was 1969, mm. and The Muppet Show... Oh, ah. later than Sesame Street. Oh, my bad. Sesame Street first, then The yep. Muppet Show. Yeah. My mistake. A fantastic medley of sweet and mischievous Jem Henson's Muppets, including Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy. So maybe he got started on Sesame Street, got some Muppets like up and running, and then was like, maybe we can have our whole show based around The Muppets. Yeah, and then they were their own thing for a while, and Disney bought them out. Right. A while back. And what yeah, doesn't Disney the, own? Yeah, part of the thing there. Serious question. They're sort of in a bit of trouble, I guess, the Muppets these days. They had success with their kind of one of their first modern yeah. movie. And that's the one that won Brett from The Fight of the Concords, his Oscar. Oh. Um, and was well received. I haven't seen it. Then yeah. they did a sequel to that with Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Yeah, that Ricky, guy. Yeah. yeah. And that was not as well received. Right. And they had a recent show, a new Muppet show, that was sort of like more of that modern sort of um, office parks and recs kind of oh, thing with yeah. like where they had the Muppets having the two camera interviews about yeah. what's going on. Oh, yeah. And again, the feedback from that was that it, cross too much into that sort of like Real adult humour yeah, right. kind okay. of level and it right. wasn't keeping the I guess the innocence and joy of the Muppets innocence yeah. well I know what you mean though yeah. I know what you mean um, yeah because I think it is a fine line to tread and I think this film doesn't yes but a lot of the Muppet stuff really does. It is but that I think, whole and I think family fun. Also that they are aware that their original audience is now very much grown up. Yeah. And maybe they're like, can we kind of appeal to them, but also kind of appeal to their kids? And yeah. where do we kind of, how can we it. get but both? But at the end of the day, they're, they're felt puppets and you're not going to do an adult, like, well, I guess yeah. Avenue Q worked out <laughs> that, great. really well. Yeah. But unless you're going to do that. Yeah. You've got to go extreme opposite. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think it's, yeah, they're, they're in a bit of trouble at the moment. Yeah. But they'll find their feet again. As I imagine, this was probably a bit of a dip for them. Yeah. And then they I know Tina Fey's in one. Yeah, I think she's in that first Muppet. Oh, cool. One. The good one. Yeah. Great. Do you have that on DVD? Bugger. What that means I have to watch stuff? it on my own time. Do I have? I think I've only got the couple of seasons of The Muppet Show. Oh, a couple of seasons. Holy dooly. It's good. You'll love seeing the celebrities. That's true. Yeah. I probably won't know who they are. Oh, no. There's... Famous ones. Like? Steve Martin. I know who he is. Yeah. yeah. Maybe right. he does an episode. Can't remember I'll hold out ones. for that one. Yeah. I always wanted to... They only released the first two seasons because then there was like legal troubles as different companies bought different companies. Oh. Yeah. And season three is the one where the Star Wars, where Mark Hamill... Oh, cool. Um, Terry Fisher and Harrison Ford. Cute. One time. But yeah. All three of them together. Mm. Cool. As the That's Star That's fun. the Star <laughs> War. The one war of Star. Yes. Trying to Speaking think. of Star Wars, the opening of this actually had that kind of yeah, Star Wars-esque Star Wars. opening yeah. sequence as well. That's it. And um, Frank Oz was Yoda. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, so yeah. A bit of crossover there. I'm trying to think of anything else, other facts about this. Um, Would you go, though? Would you go if you discovered that you were from space and they came down and they were like, Paul, come with us? Can't bring any of my friends? No, you can't bring no, any of your friends. No, you wouldn't go. No. I would go. What? And leave me. 
Leave behind. Well, they got here once. Can't they come back and visit? Yeah. I just feel like it's too... Like, what's out there, you know? What yeah. is out there, Paul? I don't know. I've got, I've got it pretty sweet here. I would go and just Says see what it's like. Says the straight white male. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why would you leave? Yeah. Um, oh, one more thing to talk about. Mm. The, the boss mm. alien yeah. had a turban on, which yeah. was cultural appropriation, I'm thinking, because that was weird. Yeah. And like, they were trying to make them look foreign, in quotation yeah. marks, and foreign means wearing a turban. I don't think they'd go that direction these days. No, definitely not. No. But also sort of ceremonial gear too, I think is what they were looking for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But again, nah. But still, like, there. you've just taken that from a culture mm. that's not. Yeah. Don't think they'd go there. No. So, that it? I think so. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. We're we're, appro- we're approaching more than um, two thirds of the running time. So, <laughs> time to uh, <laughs> all it quits. Um, oh. I've made a decision yet. Oh, I think I've made a decision for you. What am I going to do? I think you should take it to the op shop. Yeah, obviously. I yeah. think this is all right. Yeah, except for that thing with Katie Holmes. Actually, that was pretty yeah. gross. But who, is anyone going to buy it from the op shop? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't talk about the special features. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to talk about before when I was umming and ahhing. Um, so they had on there the cast list and bios, which is always fun. But then they also had a heap of um, bloopers. Oh, cool. And the interesting thing about the bloopers is the Muppets didn't break character, like, at all. Like, someone would forget a line or something would fall over and they'd be like, all right, folks, let's do that again. And they'd speak it and do it. And not but in, other, like, a they're way not like they're... bloopers for blooper sakes. Like, they're no, not. They're oh. very much just like, you know, a piece of set fell down in the background. Or... Oh. Yeah. Because they do that. They make, you know, the fake bloopers for, like, Monsters, Inc. and that yeah. kind of thing. They make... No, these were very much, you know, yeah, things falling over or someone's walked out of shot. Yeah. Or, um... Someone's mispronounced a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll do that again. You know, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're in character. They're yeah. improving. They're, yeah. they're doing the Muppeteers are just still doing hundred percent committed yeah. to. I guess saying these are the living character. Yeah, for the whole yeah. shoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Method hardcore. Well, I think that's that's part of it. And I think that's part of the reason why the Muppets were so successful in that these actors puppeteers, were, yeah, 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 puppeteers. Yeah. And um, there's a couple of good docos out there. One that I really like is the one about Big Bird mm-hmm. on Carol Spinney, the guy who played Big Bird, and just talking about how involved in the character he he was, um, which is really good. That's so interesting. Go ahead and see it. Yeah. Actually, yeah, quite a good one. I think it's on yeah. Netflix. Cool. So maybe watch that instead. <laughs> Muppets from yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is off to the op shop. Maybe pay less than two dollars for it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't pay over two dollars. No. Even two dollars. Did, did you pay two dollars? Oh was... my god, I paid so much money because Oh Lord, sorry. Are you ready for this? Hired it. Mm. <laughs> got bored. Stopped watching it. Yeah. Then let my hire my, my rental time expire oh, no. by accident. Because oh, it's only no. forty eight hours. Went to watch it again two days later. Realised what I'd done. Had to hire it again. So it cost me $7. I owe you a drink. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I learned a lot about the Muppets from this movie. That's it. They are very um, weird. And I hope you're excited to watch them more. I'm going to probably uh, say yeah. maybe season three or four we'll get to the Muppets. I know they're near the bottom of my pile. Yeah, well, we can do one season now. Isn't there an episode of Angel where they all become Muppets? Is there? Yeah. Angel? That doesn't seem like in the keeping of yeah, you know, the little... Buffyverse. I think there is. You'll have to look it up. Okay, I'm going to Google it really quickly. Okay. I know we're about to leave. Um, while Beck Googles that, I will thank you for listening and remind you to get in contact with us at DVD Clutter on Instagram, on Twitter, and send us an email at DVD Clutter at gmail.com. That is DVD E C L U 
T-T-E-R. The results of the Google are... No, maybe you're right. The fifth season episode, Smile Time, originally broadcast on February 18th, 2004 features a plot in which the title character is turned into a live hand puppet and battles the forces of evil in felt form. Oh, series creator Joss Whedon, son of Muppet writer Tom Whedon, came Mm. up with the idea, which he initially intended to write and direct. The episode was conceived of specifically as an evil Sesame Street show with an emphasis on the angel puppet, particularly Muppet-like. Huh, that is interesting. So I don't know if it's actual... Yeah, so it's not actual, like... Muppets, not not puppets. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh my god, how did you know that? Uh, I don't know. Just Weird know everything. Stick with me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it. We've done we've done that. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see oh, you again next week, next week for yeah. Girl Interrupted. interrupted. <laughs> Just like I did then. Yeah, <laughs> the Girl Interrupted. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.